0: defeated 2-1 to one in the shootout at the Tampa Bay Lightning this was a much better game for the Rangers Andre Vasilevsky simply out Igor Shesterkin. it was a great goaltender battle Rangers had their chances frustrating to not get the two points not at the end of the world either result wise you get one and when you get to the shootout when you get to overtime it kind of becomes a crapshoot and there were chances to win it but getting a point isn't terrible it was certainly a big improvement from the capital game. Still issues that there's definitely still issues that I have. And, you know, as far as the lines, I don't really love the current mix of the lines. And, you know, as far as, you know, really the healthy scratch was Alexi Lafreniere. And that was a bit of a surprise. I don't totally hate it. If it can get him going, then totally, then I, I have no problem with it. But, but, it's... I always go back to the fact that it sucks that there's no accountability for, like, the Panerans of the world. Like, they can struggle really as much as they want, and seemingly they would never get ice time taken away from them, and that's just the way that it is. But Lafreniere was a healthy scratch. Sammy Blay comes back in. And for me, Sammy Blay, he should be the healthy scratch. Bas- like, when you look at this current group, Blay, to me, is the odd man out. There could be others as well. Like, there are definitely arguments to be made, but... But I don't know what's going to happen. Because I think next game, i got to think Lafreniere is back. In fact, I'm almost certain that Lafreniere at the Panthers will be back. And who's the scratch? Do they go straight back to play? I don't know. There's certainly other people that could be considered. But it'll be interesting to see what they do. And as far as the lines go, really, there's only one of them that I think that I would really want to maybe stick with. And that is... Crowder, Jed, Kako. That one, I think has some, and that was the line that was on for the one ranger goal that line i think there's reason to think that could be effective but in you know, a Panarin and check i just don't like that combination they're trying to make it panarin strom it's just not and even and even panarin strom on its good days by the end it was just a very frustrating duo so i would you know really try to give panarin and Hedl another chance i think that could be a better mix now obviously trochek and kreider worked well but the point is, is that don't love that that uh Panarin line. Keto Keto with Kratsov and, and Goche. That had, you know, look, it wasn't terrible. I'm open to sticking with it for a little bit. Just defensively, you have to have your concerns. It, it's a line that's got some speed, got some skill, got some creativity, but I, I just don't, I don't know. And then and that fourth line wasn't very good. Blay, Brodzinski, VZ. Didn't think that was really a particularly effective fourth line. Ben Harper continues to play, and deservedly so. Uh, he he's been pretty good, and we'll see like what ends up happening long run. But I think what it tells you to me it's, it more so speaks volumes about LeBar Hayek. And now I think the Rangers this time has really they finally kind of given up on him. He he's had his chances. It's been unsuccessful, and Harper has just been better. But the Rangers tonight. It was better, uh, 46 shots on goal, the power play continues to kill them, and they had a four-on-three power play, two-minute four-on-three power play in overtime, unsuccessful. Tons of shots wide the last few games. I mean, since since they came back from the holiday break, they are not hitting the net, even though you, you do see a high shots on goal total, Panarin in particular is just shooting way wide, and look, like, to me, I want that power play to be switched up. I'm open to suggestions. I really am because I. It sucks that they continue to do poorly. And look, it's with the intention that eventually they come back together. It's got it's a temporary fix, and and, and if somehow it works, great. It's with the understanding that that four, you know, with Trocheck, the five of them will eventually come back together. But I think for now they deserve a break. It uh, deserves the word, but there should be a break. And there are other players that are worthy of giving it, you know, a try to. Hedel, Kako, like, those two come to mind as, like, let's see what maybe they can do on the power play, like, like on, on with more minutes. And, you know, you could probably name a few other players that might be deserving as well. So that that's a huge thing. The Rangers' inability on the power play has been a big reason why they've kind of not gotten as many points in the standings, and I think this is another example here where they probably – should have gotten that second point, but, and I know Vasilevsky is good, but a lot of it was just self-induced, not hitting the net and overpassing. uh, It's just, it's very frustrating. And to me, Artemi Panarin is for me, like public enemy number one. And the guy is unbelievable in the shootout. Like one of the best in NHL history, like he is that good in the shootout. Fantastic. However, it's just one of those things where tonight, like just he's become a defensive liability. I just feel like as a Ranger, his game has just slipped more and more and more. I I can't say enough how the 1920 season, Panarin was spectacular. Like all over the ice. Honestly, two-way hockey, he was as good as you could have ever asked for. And that was really something because a lot of these big stars come to New York and they fail. Panarin thrived. And I think it's just slowly diminished. Like, the skill and ability, it's there, and the statistics will be there. But, but again, for me, Panarin is just a standout for someone who hasn't done well. Um, but, like, nothing's really going to change. And, and that's, so, I, I, it's like d- beating a dead horse, but it's useless. So, tonight, Rangers go to Tampa. And it's their first game back in Tampa since game six. Since they're eliminated, the game where Capo Caco was healthy scratched in favor of Dryden Hunt. And the Rangers really, you know, in this one, got up to a initially a slow start, like let's say first five minutes, and then really picked it up. And from there, like... This was a a very good game from both sides. I think if if you're the Rangers, it's what you're looking for, and and just the inability to score is frustrating, but this should be looked upon as a mostly positive outing, even though I believe that there are definitely changes to be made, and hopefully will be made, once we go to 2023, but the Rangers, they, uh, they get on the board first, and... It's a goal by Mika Zibanejad, now listed as unassisted, which is interesting. Originally, the assists were given to Lindgren and Kako, but right now I am seeing it as unassisted, which is somewhat surprising. But anyway, it's Zibanejad's 16th goal of the season. It's good to see him score five on five. I feel like Zibanejad, it's been mostly power play goals, not enough five on five. So now, with his buddy Kreider back and and with Kako... You know, I'm open to giving that one a shot. Out of all the lines, I think that one is one that I am okay if you want to stick with that. I think there's some potential there. So the Rangers take a bunch of lead, and there were more chances. Before and after, you had a Trocek breakaway. You had, I mean, Philip Heedle had a lot of chances in this one. Gauthier later on had a breakaway that, that you know, it's kind of the classic Gauthier got the speed, and, and, and you love to see it, but but can't quite score those goals. And there were, there were some other breakaways as well. Who am I forgetting? There was a breakaway, uh, Vitalik Kratsov. And that would have been big if Kratsov can score there. Like, that's what you're looking for for him, to really get going. It's it's just, for Kratsov, like, tonight, he showed some flashes. There were some good plays, but you just want to see results. And so the Rangers, they haven't of to lead, but just the inability. There was power plays, chances to take a 2 and lead, couldn't do so. And ultimately, that cost them a point tonight. Johnny Brodzinski takes a bad penalty at 14:47. Uh, A tripping penalty on Brodzinski. Rangers' penalty kill does the job in their one penalty kill. And, you know, Brodzinski, the thing that works for him is that if you leave Goodrow on the top three lines, there is no other center option for the fourth line. But if they do want to move Goodrow down to the fourth line, which I don't think is a terrible idea, Brodzinski is at risk to being scratched. Like, it's kind of, in some ways, his turn, right? You think about it. Kravtsov was scratched for a while. Goche was scratched for a while. Belay was. Now Lafreniere. I, you know, VZ, while I don't... VZ, I think, could be headed there, but it, it's not totally fair to him. Like, I feel like he's been playing some pretty good hockey. But Bradzinski is someone, but only if Goodrow moves down. But not a good penalty by, by, by Bradzinski. Rangers have a one-on-thing lead going to the second. We go to the second. Delay a game penalty on the Lightning at 514. Rangers, again, don't... You know, I say again, kind of dating back to recency. The Rangers don't score. Then at 922, Ian Cole holds Chris Kreider. And Rangers don't score again. And I just, for the fear, the first unit's getting too much ice time, in my opinion. I know they have the zone time, but still, I, I'm getting tired of it. The zone time, it's not leading to goals. And so. The Rangers continue that one thing lead, and Tampa in the second half of that second period were really getting going, and Igor is making some good saves, but you knew it was only a matter of time before Tampa tied it, and they did in the third, and it was a goal by Braden Point, his 20th of the season, from Stamkos and Kucherov, and at 532, we tied up, and it was a, a tough play, and the Panarin line was on, and for me, like, Panarin definitely doesn't take full responsibility, but... He was just kind of standing around. I just feel like that the, the, the hope, if you look at the whole play, but Aaron could have done a lot more. However, you know, it's a tough one where point stands on it and it goes off Igor and in. So it, it's frustrating for and I'm sure he would have loved to have gotten the shutout, especially against Vasilevsky in Tampa, but it wasn't meant to be. And so now we're tied up at one. And there were chances back and forth in the third, but the Rangers come out of there with a point. And so that in and of itself is not a bad thing. At Tampa, they've been good lately. I mean, it goes without saying. And it's a tough place to play at times. I I, I should take that back. At times, it's tough to play. Not always, but it's 1-1. And so we go to overtime. And the Rangers get a power play. Phillip Hedl draws a tripping penalty. Victor Hedman trips Hedl. And the Rangers have a power play. And before this, there were chances. I mean, Panarin passed to Zabanajad, and Zabanajad shoots Wad, and you know, Panarin could have shot it. But with that being said, Mika had a good chance. Mika also a bad job by Mika in the what period was it? I guess it was the third, early third, early third period. It must have been. And Zabanajad tries to p- pass to Kreider, just shoot the puck, Mika. Go in and shoot Kreider. Kreider there, there was nothing there. And just you know, too, way too unselfish, and that's what the Rangers do. And on the range of power play, it was a lot of just wide shots. Panarin earlier in the night did hit the crossbar, and so that sort of continues. But Panarin ripping shots wide—that's a four and three where you need to score. They don't. We go to the shootout, and in the shootout, the Rangers get last slicks, which I like. But the the selections were definitely interesting, and I don't quite agree with them. Let's talk about it. So Tampa starts out and Stamkos is stopped by Shesterkin. Then Trocek, who has a good history in the shootout, goes first. I just don't think I would do that anymore. I, I don't think Trocek belongs in the top three. He's had two attempts, and I don't like either of them so far. And so for Vinny Trocek, you know, that, that's disappointing. He's given an opportunity to, to go first and, again, didn't look good at the time. You know, I, I think he's more of a th- fourth or fifth option, ideally. But, again, you, you don't want to get too caught up in the shootout order, but it does matter. And then Braden Point, Braden Point is just so good. I look at that Tampa team and Braden Point, his emergence, you know, when you think about the original core of the Lightning with Stamkos, with Hedman, with the Kucherovs of the world, you know, Point kind of came a little bit, a little later on, not too much, not not, not too much so, but you know, he has been so good for that team. He scores and then Zabanajad stopped and Kucherov with a chance to win it, is stopped by Igor. So the Rangers still have a chance, and Panarin comes through and keeps it alive. Panarin does tie it up, and we head to the fourth round. Ross Colton stopped, and then poor Kapo Kako. It, it's so frustrating where, you know, and even, like, look, I guess he got an assist taken off the board because now that Mika goes on assist, and Kako with a nice move, and, and it ends up going off the vast off the post, and out. So Kako could have been the hero and wasn't. It was a good move, and for me, Kako probably belongs in that top three in the shootout. Obviously, Zavanajad and Panarin are automatics, but I think I would go to Kako. And, and if you want to go with him, if you want to go with him first, that's all right. Like that's okay. But we go to the we go to the fifth round, and Nick Paul has stopped. And then they go with Philip Hedl. And as much as I like Philip Hedl, you know, and I think that he should get more overtime ice time and just regularized time, Hedl's not good in the shootout at all. Philip Hedl would not be high on my list. He uh, he's out for six lifetime and, and just I, I I would not go there next time and, and they shouldn't have. We go to the sixth round and Alex Kalorn, who had never scored a shootout goal, and he's been in the league for a while now, he does score. And Adam Fox, he's the you know the last one. He stopped. And and, and you know, I, I have no problem going with Fox. There is that creativity, and you know, who would have been next? Tough to say. Maybe Crider. Uh not that you know, Kreider, he's got the speed at least. And speed to me, I, I I know, you know, I think back to Michael Delander, the first year of the shoot, and he would go so slow and weaved, and it does work for certain people. But really, going with speed is the way. Uh, I think that's, you know, especially if you're not, like, a specialist, like a Panarin or someone like that. You just got to go in with speed, which is kind of what Killorn did. Anyway, the Lightning win it in the shootout 2-1. to one. And so the Rangers, you know, nothing to be upset about, but they do have to, you know, get going. You know, get back to their winning ways. The Rangers are now 19-12-6, and 6, and they will go to Florida and take on the Panthers, a team that just won tonight, but the Florida will play again tomorrow at Carolina. So the Rangers should be more, should be more of the rest of the team, but then again, they should have been tonight versus Tampa. And look, I think it helped that Tampa had kind of an easy game versus Montreal at home, so they really weren't feeling those effects. But the Rangers on New Year's Day, 5 o'clock game, We'll take on the Panthers before heading home. That's a big one. And Florida's a team where you really want to beat them because that's a team that they won the President's Trophy last year. And I wouldn't say they're lurking right now in terms of being, but like that's a team that could easily find their way right back in the playoff mix. And as it is, it's going to be a fight to the finish. So you don't want to throw the Panthers now in there just to make things even tougher. Because right now, And it's so early to say this, but it looks like there might be like one really good team that misses out. But don't be surprised if Florida gets back into it. Don't be surprised if the Buffalo Sabres get into it. They've been very impressive. So, you know, maybe some of those teams from from the Atlantic could make things even more interesting. But again, Rangers get a point. They lose 2-1. to Shesterkin versus Vasilevsky was, you know, it lived up to the hype. And Vasilevsky was better on this night. And so now the Rangers, they will stay in Florida, take on the Panthers on New Year's, so we'll see. Maybe 2023 will bring about a little bit better hockey for the Rangers, and it'll be interesting to see. Will Alexi Lafreniere return to the lineup? I suspect he might, but we'll see. Again, Rangers lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning in the shootout 2-1.